This is the Truth Network. Bible Wonders of Habakkuk. Once again, I have to tell you that my mind is completely blown on by what God has taught me here this morning on the fifth verse of the second chapter of Habakkuk. Like, what an amazing book, and what a thing that God is... <laughs> you know, it was interesting that my word of the year was to be gathered in great faith, and oh my goodness, when it says the righteous will live by faith, I had no concept as I studied this particular verse what this has to do with faith, but oh my goodness, it is so connected to the previous verse. It's unbelievable, and I hope you'll see that with me. It is definitely my prayer because, wow, when you see it, you're like, oh my goodness, it explains so much. And actually, it's so helpful to our everyday lives. So I will read this in the King James Version, which, believe me, is very confusing and confusing, actually, in most translations. But hopefully we can dig into it and find some reason. So here it is. And hey, it has to do with God expressing himself. And he's going to express an unbelievable thing about faith right here. And so he says, Yea, also, because he transgresseth by transgresseth, <laughs> he transgresseth, by wine, he is a proud man, neither keepeth at home, who enlargeth his desire as hell, and is as death, and cannot be satisfied, but gathereth up, gathereth up to him all nations, and heapeth up unto him all people. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm sure it doesn't take but a second to see that we're talking about Adolf Hitler, we're talking about Stalin, we're talking about Pol Pot, and a lot of other people, probably Nebuchadnezzar is the one they're certainly describing here. And it's interesting to me that both Matthew Henry and Rashi both go to Belk, um, the the king in Daniel, is it Belshazzar, <laughs> however it said, that, you know, ended up, you know, getting drunk and getting Daniel and, and you know, many, many Teco Parsons, that story. Um, it's interesting to me that both Rashi and uh, Matthew Henry go there um with, with this particular verse, because it was wine that got to him, and he was betrayed. And so the interesting, very, very interesting thing for those of us who went on the journey through the Song of Solomon, which I'm hoping many of you did with us, uh, many times he refers to wine in that book, and he also talks to dove eyes, which are also a, a variation of the word wine. And, and so it's interesting. It was very interesting to me to try to dig into this idea of ayin, which is two yuds and a nun, a final nun, which has a lot to do with faith. And so with that idea of dav eyes is, are these eyes that have great faith. Well, <laughs> here where it says wine, wine is essentially a deceiver. It's, it's, it's treacherous. You know, it's not what you think it is. <laughs> and it's fascinating that when you think about that as connected to your faith, and that's the very thing that, that I really think God is trying to express something about faith to us because he's still teaching us that the righteous will live by faith. Because as you remember, the verse starts with also. So you remember he talked about the puffed up man, and then he said the righteous will live by faith. And then he comes back with this verse to explain what happens when you lose faith, when you lose all faith, as a matter of fact, and it begins by this idea of wine is imitation faith, right? Because when you drink, you think you're, you, you have faith, but you don't. It's, a, it's treacherous. It, it is deceiving you into thinking something. It's a false 
faith is essentially what it is. And due to that false faith, right, we now see that this poor man or this poor nation, or this poor people in, in general, all of us as a result of what happens here, as, as this lack of faith explodes, it, it says that he becomes a proud man. Well, that word man there would be better translated warrior, and the word proud would probably be better translated thinks he's God, <laughs> okay? This is a warrior who thinks he's God. I mean, it, it, and, and he is drunk on wine and, and what the wine that, you know, you can't help but note that blood and wine are usually connected in the Bible. And it's certainly that this man is bloodthirsty. And, and so why is he bloodthirsty? And it's so beautiful what it shows us in this idea of the next three words that really is confusing. It says, neither keepeth he at home. Okay. Now that's, <laughs> that's translated as restless in certain translations. That's translated as not taking care of what's his. It's a lot of things that it's translated as, but it's so helpful. I don't know how I'd ever understand this verse and, and nor get all the full meaning of it if I didn't read Hebrew. But that word there that is translated that he doesn't keep at home, it is a nun. That is the idea of faith. The nun is actually the last letter in the word faithful because it has to do with faith in something. Faith in God essentially is what it is. But the, the idea of faith right here is being expressed, and this is how it's being expressed because this is the hey verse, is that it's a nun and then a vav, which means that here's a nun that's connected to heaven being expressed. Well, what it says is this man does not have that quality, <laughs> not at all. He has no um, nun, vav, hey. In other words, this man has faith, no faith. And that means he is disgraceful. He doesn't have in faith in anybody. And as a matter of fact, what happens is you be, when you lose faith, you become so fearful, you become paranoid, right? And if you think about what happened to poor Cain, right, is he murdered and became blood, you know, you become bloodthirsty. Because what happens is you think everybody's out to get you so that the problem is you got to destroy everybody. And, and obviously this was a problem with Hitler and Stalin and all these people that they begin to think they're God as they become more and more bloodthirsty. And at the heart of that is the fact that they have no faith, not only no faith in God, but no faith in any human being. And you've met people like that, 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 that are disgraceful. And that's the best way I know to put that. And I was thinking about it, that you can tell when somebody has faith in you in their eyes, because you might remember that grace is first appears in the Bible with Noah. It's actually Noah spelled backwards. And it says that Noah found grace in God's eyes. Well, you, you can see it in their eyes that these people have no faith in anybody and that's disgraceful behavior. But the cool thing about this is it's showing us here's the worst thing that can happen. It is the worst thing that can happen. We saw it in Hitler. We saw, we saw it in so many different ways, but it is also an amazing thing that can happen because Jesus was full of this stuff. He was full of grace he was full, and, and I shouldn't say was, he is full of faith. He is full of grace in you and in me, and that's the reason he's willing to die for us. So when we have grace and begin to treat everybody like they're our favorite, then, oh my goodness, are we getting a chance to express the letter none, right? The idea of the hey is that we are going to express our faith. We'll express our faith not only in God, but 
God in other people because God is in every single person. Of course, they may need to be born again. I get that. But nonetheless, he's in there like Prego spaghetti sauce. (laughs) And I love, I, I mean, this is one of those verses that you can't help but just love and hate because death is obviously a result of somebody who becomes so paranoid that everybody has to go because they're all out to get him and all the world is about him because he thinks he's God. But the great news is the complete opposite of that can be true. That that with the righteous that live by faith, right? You, you know what it's like to, to walk with somebody that has faith in you? You know how wonderful it is when somebody, especially a person of great um, esteem or position, has great faith in you? I mean, it gives you this feeling. Well, let me just tell you, that God, Jesus, he is full of grace. And so as he's given us this favor, can we also have faith in other people? Because that is the idea, is to become immuna, become faithful, because God is in there. He just is. And so as you think about how does this actually work out in your life, right? And who can you think of that whenever you see them, they're always faithful of so many people. And I, I'm just going to say once again that Pastor Quartz is one of the people that was in my life when I first came to Winston-Salem. And to meet this man, he, he would immediately take your name. He would know your name. He would know your wife's name and your kids' names. And you could look in his eyes and see that you were his favorite. I mean, when he talked to you, it was just clearly you were his favorite. He would call you. Here's a pastor of a church of over 5,000. It wasn't unusual for Pastor Quartz to call me on the phone. Like, I wouldn't be shocked. And he would say, Robbie, would you give your testimony tonight or whatever? And I was barely a Christian. I was an absolute nobody, but here he was. And, And I was his favorite. And it was clear, but it wasn't just me that was his favorite. It was everybody that was his favorite. I want to be that guy. I, I want to be that guy that other people say, oh, I was Robbie's favorite. <laughs> I just want to be that guy because that is exactly what it means to be full of grace and to have what this poor Nebuchadnezzar slash Stalin hit the, hurt, hit the torture, the restlessness. It makes you a madman. It makes you paranoid. When you have no faith in anybody, you become paranoid. It's, 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 it's a beautiful understanding of how you can live and have life to the full is to have faith in God and faith in other people. This is amazing. I know I'm going on and on, but I'm just blown away by it. And I'm so grateful that you're on this trip with me. So, hey, as you're having faith today, why not have faith in that other person that may want to enjoy this podcast? And they come on your heart, share it with them so that we can share this light of, of God, the true wine, right? The, the wine that they can drink that would be the covenant, the cup of the new covenant in his blood that can help them to have this great faith that they too can be gathered in. Oh, wow. Let's all join in. <laughs> Thanks for listening. 